0: Hello everyone, welcome to Men on Fire. My name is Mike Oren, a former mechanic and engineer turned transformational teacher. And each week I'll deliver an inspiring message to help you excavate those repressed inner negative feelings and install new thoughts that will finally allow you to truly become the person you were born to be. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Men on Fire here on Soul Mechanic Radio. Today I thought we would talk about something that we all have and usually is quite unruly, doesn't want to behave, yet we constantly live with this thing that for the most part serves us sometimes but a lot of times gets in the way too. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I am talking about our ego. So first of all, I thought I'd maybe say what the ego isn't because I know people, well, what is, you know, what exactly is the ego? Why do we have it and all those things? And I'll attempt to answer some of those questions for you coming up. But what the ego isn't is just the voice in your head. It is not just the voice in your head, because there's many times that you have your thinking mind, your conscious mind, you're uh, contemplating things, and you're thinking thoughts to yourself. That's not always the ego. But the ego is the part that always tries to tell us that, you know, we're better than others, and where judgment comes in. We'll talk about that in a minute. But So what actually is the ego then? Well, the ego is basically a collection of ideas that we carry around. You see, everything is created in the same format. So everything in this universe was all created like this, right? From stardust or whatever, it doesn't matter, us as well. Right down to everything here on earth even you know, mechanical things and, uh, and buildings and structures. It follows a sequence, and the first part of the sequence is desire. There has to be a desire to do something, and then an intention, and then a perception, and then a belief. Some people will swap these around, belief and perceptions, depending on how they feel that they should go together. But either way, there has to be a perception of things, and then a belief forms. And from there we get our thoughts and then we get our feelings and then from our feelings we get our actions and our actions gives us the results we get in our life. So the ego comes from that collection of things and what it tells us is we we are what we have. We are what we do we are what other people think of us, that we are separate from everyone else, that we are separate from what's missing in our lives, and we're separate from our Creator. Now, I don't know uh, what you might uh, perceive as your Creator. Even the staunchest atheist will believe that there's some sort of higher power they don't understand what that is but they know innately inside that there is something out there that got them here and um, so that's some kind of belief they have most people have some kind of belief in a higher power or creator and if you understand that there is no place that this higher power creator, universe, God, whatever label you want to get, give it. It's, it's, you know, whatever you choose to call this. If you understand that there's no place that this higher power is not, because it's everywhere, right? It has to be if it created everything. Then there is no place that it is not, and it has to be in you. And it has to be in everything that's missing in your life as well. So therefore, that means that you're already connected to everything that you need in your life so there is no need to feel separate from everything or separate from everyone or have those feelings that were not enough not perfect and that's what the ego is constantly driving us towards now many many years ago if we go back to prehistoric times there's a part of our brain that's a reptilian, part that's very oriented in keeping us safe and sound and and healthy. And if we're being chased by the, let's say the um, you know classic example of saber tooth tiger, we're trying to we're trying to stay safe. And that's absolutely what you need: a response, a, a flight and fight response, to get you out of harm's way. And the ego is also part of that. That's thats part of that thinking, telling you that belief and uh, that perception of the the fear. So the belief that that will hurt you and that's part of that and then gets you through that. And then the ego can sometimes turn into a confidence building thing because you've survived certain things. So that's kind of how it was uh, around originally but we don't have those threats anymore. So now we just start judging other things, and uh, the ego was not really bad or good. Again, bad and good are just opposite ends of a spectrum, and again, they're just labels. But it's not bad or good, it just is. It just is there. And we don't want to get rid of it, we need it. We need it to survive. But we can tame it, and we can start to use it for our uh, benefit. So, we need to use it creatively, then, uh, in in a competition with just ourselves. So when we're being creative, we just the only portion of our minds that are in competition is how how we can improve ourselves, We'd be a better person today than we were yesterday. Uh, not use it competitively against other people. Um, that's called judgment. And you may notice that in my outro on some of these uh, podcasts you'll hear me say, live without judgment. And that's a huge thing to undertake. It's it's not easy. It's very hard to do. I, I judge people all the time, although I remind myself of what I'm doing. So therefore, I know that I'm doing it in an empathetic way, and I rem- constantly remind myself that. So our ego uses judgment then to try and make itself or to prove to you that it's strong. That you are strong. That you can do anything you want to do, even if you can't. I kind of liken it to, you remember all the Terminator movies? Um, uh, hopefully you do. I uh, liken it to the Terminator, that when he's looking out at something and you go to that graphic, you know, they went to that gra- cut to that graphic where he's pinpointing all his targets, you know, to the left, of from the right, of him, up and down and he's uh, deciphering whether he should terminate them or not or or which one first, and the, the threat. So he's, he's looking at the threat and which one is the, 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 putting them in and prioritizing them in order to get rid of them, right? And ultimately, he's going to destroy every one of them that is a threat at all. And that, again, talking uh, in our primordial existence with the saber-toothed tiger, that was a threat, right? So we're trying to, get ourselves out of that situation. But we don't really have that in today's society, or normally we don't anyway. So our ego still takes over and tries to eliminate people out of our way. Let's just get rid of them. And we look at others and we judge them then, how they look, how they dress, how they act. Um, If we find them inferior, inferior to us, we call them assholes. What an asshole, get out of my way. If we find them superior to us, we also call them assholes. We don't live up to it, but we still say, Hey, asshole, get out of the way. Once again, I'm coming through. So basically then the ego thinks everyone is an asshole, except you. You are perfect. So the point here is that no one is perfect, but your ego says that you are. And it keeps trying to convince you that we are perfect but we are the only perfect being on this planet and that we are always right and this is another big one holding on to the belief that you are always right has caused every known armed conflict man has ever had to endure it has killed millions and millions of people over the years all to prove someone was right which really just boils down to boosting their ego. So many people have died for someone's ego. If that's not the biggest reason to tame this sucker, I don't know what is. Now, these are extreme cases, of course, but the same thing happens only on a much smaller scale in our workplaces or in our homes, trying to constantly prove other people wrong, that I'm right, You're wrong. Therefore, I am better than you. I am perfect. You are not. Get out of the way, you asshole. I mean, that's just a simple breakdown of what's happening over and over and over in our lives. So how can we attempt to tame this beast? Because we don't want to get rid of it. We need it to survive. But how can we attempt to tame it? Well, I have three steps here. The three steps to help taming your ego. The first one is focus on gratitude and empathy. If you have gratitude for where you are in life, for what you have, for the people in your life, for everything that comes your way, it's very, very hard to start judging others in a negative fashion. You may look at some people and let's say the neighbor next door and they have a nicer car than you, but you know what? You're really, really thankful that your car is 5 years old, it's paid off, it runs fine. There's no reason to have a new flashy one. You're very thankful for that. So now you're not judging them in a negative way. You're going, "Wow, they have a new car. Hey, that's great. Maybe they'll take me for a drive and I'll get to, you know, smell that new car smell or whatever that is." But you're you're still looking at it as a as a in a form of a judgment, but it's not negative. So you're reminding yourself, "No, I need to look at this in a little different light. And the same goes with empathy. If you have empathy for someone, then you you feel their feelings and you put put yourself in their shoes and you actually feel what they're feeling. And if you do that with other people, how can you be such a critical judger? You can't anymore. You can't do that. So if you remember to have gratitude for what you have in your life, and to use a little bit of empathy when you think about others, then you're well on your way to taming that ego. And number two, second step is don't overinflate or underinflate the ups and downs of life. You know, life's about change, folks, and it's up and down all the time. One day is goes great, the next sucks, right? That's just the way it is. Things happen during the day that are terrible to us or maybe not some terrible so terrible I mean to me it happens uh, I'm trying to uh, master some of this technology to even put this podcast out and I run into glitches all the time and then it sucks for a while and then it gets better when you when you figure it out but you can't let that uh, overinflate those things that happen to us into huge things that can't we can't overcome I mean the age old adage of don't make a molehill into a mountain you know that's very, very good thing to think about when we're trying to when we try to make things bigger than they really are. And the same thing is when they're, we underinflate. Sometimes, well, you know what? It doesn't really matter about that, but it may matter. Maybe there's the, somebody's feelings have been hurt. Maybe they need some uh, uplifting, and you're just putting that aside because you're not being empathetic enough. You're not putting yourself in their shoes. And they need to be pumped up. So, you need to add a little air to that and inflate them a little bit higher. So, don't overinflate or underinflate what's taking place day by day as you go along. And number three, and the final one to help you tame your ego is know what really matters. So, what really matters to us in our life? And I heard a quote from Neil Donald Walsh actually. And he mentioned that if what's happening today in your life if you think it's really bad then imagine that you're 85 years old if at 85 years old is this going to be really important to you if it is then it matters then you need to do something about it right now but if when you're 85 you won't even remember And let it go. What are you, what are you worrying about some of these small little things that are happening? You don't need to let it go, let it pass. You know, and some people also say, but well, what if the, it was a headline in the news today, would you be affected by that? Would you worry about it? If the answer is yes, then maybe the thing is big enough to do something about it today. If it's not, you don't worry about it being in a, in a local newspaper. And why are you giving it so much attention which boils down to again bringing your ego into things so I thought I'd leave you with that explanation of ego and I'd like to go into a much more in-depth explanation there's a little bit more on the spiritual side in another episode however I think that's probably enough to get us started we all have this ego. It's such a hearty taskmaster, master, excuse me, and it's it's it runs, can run our life if we let it. And um, if we can just learn to tame the beast a little bit and hold back, things will run so much smoother, folks. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Bye for now. Having trouble living the life of your dreams guess what you're not the problem it's not that you're not smart enough deserving enough or even hardworking enough the problem is that you haven't yet installed the one key belief that will change everything want to know what it is you're the one that's right you are the one the world is waiting for you to give it that one special gift that only you possess Want to find out more? Head to my website at MikeAren.com to order my new trilogy, You're the One. The first two books are available together in an omnibus book with the exciting final installment of the series available soon. And while you're there, download a free ebook or two to help make a difference in your life today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. As always, keep what feels good and dump what doesn't. And remember, live without judgment. Give without expectation and love for no reason. Follow those three simple expressions, and you'll be well on your way to an inspirational, intentional, and successful life. Until next time, you're the one.